ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. There was a man who was blind. Jesus put clay on his eyes. Jesus, my Savior. Jesus, my teacher. Jesus, my Savior. Jesus, my shepherd. I am so grateful, Thanks for reaching, thanks for saving, Jesus my Savior, thanks for choosing me. Mm. Jesus my Savior, Jesus my teacher, Jesus my Savior, Jesus my shepherd. I am so grateful, Lord. Thanks for reaching, thanks for saving. Jesus, my Savior, thanks for choosing me. When you found me, Lord, I was far, so far, so far away. When you reached out to save me, I couldn't believe you wanted me with you. Oh, Jesus, my Savior, Jesus, my teacher. Oh, yeah, Jesus, my Savior, Jesus, my shepherd. Oh, I am so grateful, Lord. Thanks for reaching, thanks for saving, Jesus my Savior, thanks for choosing me. Jesus my Savior, Jesus my teacher, oh, Jesus my Savior, Jesus my shepherd. I am so grateful, Lord. Thanks for reaching, thanks for saving. Jesus, my Savior, thanks for choosing me. When you put your eyes on me, Lord, you never took them off again. You were determined to reach me, Lord. You sent your very best man to reach out to me. To talk to me and to rescue me. Nothing can hold you back, my Lord. You did everything to reach me. Oh, yeah. Savior, Jesus, my teacher, oh, 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 
Jesus, my Savior, Jesus, my Shepherd. Oh, I am so grateful, Lord. Thanks for reaching, thanks for saving. Jesus, my Savior, thanks for choosing me. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, my Savior, thanks for choosing me. for me Lord and you held me oh so tight now I'm yours forever and forevermore oh Jesus my Savior Jesus my teacher oh yeah Jesus my Savior Jesus my shepherd so grateful Lord thanks for reaching thanks for saving Jesus my Savior thanks for choosing me oh Jesus my Savior thanks for choosing me mm-hmm. Jesus my Savior Thanks for choosing me. I don't serve the Lord 
If I am not the salt of the earth, I don't wanna be good for nothing. I don't wanna lose my usefulness. I don't wanna be good for nothing. I don't wanna lose my saltiness. Oh. Tell the world about Jesus Then why did God save me? I want to build the church Yeah I want to serve the Lord I want to be on the mission That is my reasonable service Yeah I don't want to be good for nothing Cause I am the salt of the earth I don't want to be no good for nothing I don't want to lose my usefulness I don't want to be no good for nothing I don't want to lose my saltiness can be better. It can be better. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you know, yesterday I was telling a service that, please don't have the keyboard a little. I was telling a service that when I was a kid, my father for some years lived outside the country. And every time my father had to come back, it was a major event, you know. And for weeks, you would not be able to concentrate on anything. 
And I didn't confess to them, but I'll confess to you that one of the major motivations was that by all means, he will bring something. Yes. By all means, he'll bring something. So you know that when he lands, that whole night, we'll spend it inspecting his suitcase. Then you'll be there and say, ah, uh-huh, I remember, I brought this as well. Ah, sharp. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm happy to announce to you that after one week away, which seemed like a year to us, I have the privilege of announcing to you that your pastor and my pastor and your father and my father is in the house. I like your excitement. I like your excitement. I like your excitement. And I tell you, I tell you that, you know, yesterday I had the privilege of seeing the first batch of what he had. Yes. I saw the first suitcase. And I can tell you that it is not easy. And I am sure that the redemption suitcase is bigger than the other suitcases. And the redemption suitcase is juicier than the other suitcase. So ladies and gentlemen, if you are as ready as I am, I want you to show some excitement. You can jump around. You can make some noise. And let's welcome to this pulpit, the Bishop Edwin Morgan. Oh God, come on, redemption. Make some noise.
Can you clap your hands? Keep clapping. And you may please be seated with Jesus' joy. Hallelujah. Wow. It's a joy to be back. And it's also exciting to see how Bishop Kobe has fattened you. And I pray that he will live long to see you put on weight permanently. Any weight loss ahead of you is banned in Jesus' name. So clap your hands and let's celebrate our pastor. And I think I like the green. Clapping hands for another green. Keep clapping your hands. You can add a shout. Amen. Let's bow our heads and pray. Father, we ask that you speak to us this afternoon. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Have you gone to the bazaar? Not yet? Hey. Then I have to hurry up and preach so that you, you meet your... Or oh, you've made reservations. Our people have reserved things. Yeah, because it, this is the best time to get something for your beloved. <laughs> or your pipeline. Yeah, because there's no price like this price anywhere in town. So it's very important. And... Uh, I want to say a big thank you to the organizers. God bless them. Clap your hands for the organizers. You know that um, we are having our Thanksgiving convention next week, Saturday and Sunday. Not so. Not so. Uh, So, I want you to, and unfortunately it's not for three days. It's just two days. But I believe that there is something for you. I don't know what it is, but there is something for you. So invite your friends. Give them a Christmas treat. And uh, we have our carol service on Tuesday. And then the camp is Wednesday morning and Thursday. Clap your hands for the camp. Sorry. Oh, I heard there's a carol's walk at the camp. Wow. Hey, Bishop Kobe. Carol's walk. Clap your hands for your pastor. That's nice. So today, you know, yesterday I remembered that we began the year with um, the theme how you can be wise as a serpent. Do you remember? And we fasted and prayed with it. And uh, we didn't teach too much from it. I remember we also prayed around June. Did we pray again at all? There was nothing like that. 
with it in June. With it, fresh winds with it. Okay, okay. So, I just felt that to end the year, I'll preach from one chapter of this book. So, today, I want to preach from masters at giving themselves holy. That is a wisdom key you must always walk with in Christ. Is it Matthew chapter 10, verse 16? Is the main verse of scripture for this book. He said, behold, let's all read it on the screen, from the screen. One, go. Okay, let's say it again. One, go. Very good. You read well. Again. So these are the words of Jesus to you and I. This is how we have been released into the world. And you must believe it. That you are in the world as a sheep. Among wolves. You are not in the world as a sheep among cows or goats. Anybody who forgets this is not intending to last. And these are not the words of a wise man or an archbishop. This is Jesus. He says that, and I'm, and I'm saying to you, my dear, that you are in the world as a sheep among wolves. <laughs> now, what is the future of a sheep among wolves? What do wolves do to sheep? They play with them and help them to grow. Oh, I can't hear you. Are you in the service? What do wolves do with or to sheep? They kill them. First they catch them. Look. Each of these words, we are not having an imaginary party. I'm telling you what can happen to you. Right. 
And if you are a little older, you should be able to point to one, two, three, four people you know in life who have ended up the way sheep among wolves end up. So please help us, Bishop. First they catch them. First they catch them. Then they kill them. Then they eat their meat. So, so if you are not careful, something will catch you. And that word catch means to arrest. You see, when a sheep is caught, it means it's not free to move around. If you play the fool, you will not be free to come to church. Something has caught you. You will not be free to pray. You see how you are in church? That you are even complaining. You've not seen something. You've not seen something. You can experience something at this age. You will not be able to even come to church, let alone complain. Mm -hmm. Many of us take life for granted. But for many of you, God will let you lose what you have. It's a promise I'm giving you on my honor and on the honor of God's word that some of you will be arrested soon. Not that you are dead, oh. You are alive in your house. But for two or seven reasons, you can't live your normal Christian life. Not in Dubai, but in Accra here. Yes. So that you will know that man shall not live by bread alone. But by every word, every word that proceeds from the mouth of God should be something you live by. You may not have bread. Don't worry. But make sure you don't have the word that comes from the mouth of Christ. I'll take it again. I said, you may not have bread. You may not have money. It's bad, but it's okay. Compared to not having the word. You will soon discover that... (laughs) You need the, every word that comes from the mouth of God. Some of you are fooling. You are fooling. You are fooling. But it's okay. Continue. You said, said they will arrest and catch them. Kill them. They kill. They kill. Yes, they kill. To kill means. You see, arrested means that while you couldn't come to church, you were at home. You were still praying. You were still reading your Bible. You are alive. But a day will come in your lifetime. There will be no life. You will be alive. More beautiful than you are now. Mm. 
many of you will be richer than you are now. Oh, yes. Many of you are going to land solid jobs and have money, but no life. No spiritual life. You are dead. Awaiting the next option. Eat. You see, I saw a lady. Eating tilapia. <laughs> Grilled tilapia. Normally it is eating with banku and this, but this time she was just eating it with, with pepper. Wow. Is, is it how it's normally done? There should be. But this time she was just eating the tilapia. We were sitting there. After about 10 minutes, I couldn't find a tilapia. The tilapia and the bones, the head, the tail. There was nothing on the plate. I also heard a similar story Bishop told about another lady who was eating um, a paprasa with a crab. As they were sitting there talking, before they knew that that, that, the the plate was white. Some of you, if you don't listen to me, we will not find you even if we set out to look for you. We won't find you. Because wolves... They will clear you. But you see, I just want to digress a little, a little going off to say that the wolves, they do these things not only to your Christian life. If you don't take Christ's words in your education. In your education. When your friends are writing, you see, everything I'm saying, I can give you a name and a place. When your friends are writing second year, second semester, final exam, as they are in the room writing it, you will be sitting in an antenatal clinic. It's like your, your, your academic life has been eaten by wolves. That's why I'm begging you just for 10 minutes to listen to me. Some of you, if you don't listen to me, and I'm very, see this service here, it's my best service because this is the most profitable service. The most, this is where if you plant a seed, 
it can grow. It will grow. Preaching to 80-year-olds and 76 and 58-year-olds, it doesn't yield much. It's just an exercise. By you, we can get a lot from your life. You are far more important than a 50-year-old. Far, far. Far, far, far. That is the estimation of Jesus. Except you convert yourself to be as one of these little ones. There's no place in the kingdom of God for adults. There's no place for adults. Except adults who have metamorphosed into the into young. Let's end the message. Some of you, if you don't listen to me, wolves will eat your marriage. I'm telling you. Wolves will eat the love in your marriage. So the marriage exists, but there's no love in it. You are looking at me as if you don't understand what I'm saying. (laughs) I want you to start, as I'm ending now, start seeing yourself as a sheep among wolves. They want to eat your education, eat your future, Eat your destiny, eat your peace of mind, eat your spiritual life, eat your heaven you are going. They don't want you to continue existing as a sheep. Now, many of you sitting here, let's, let's leave the school and the marriage and come to our Christian life so that we can end well. I'm preaching about a wisdom of the snakes. Snakes being masters of giving themselves holy. You see, some of you have started slowly. Some of you are already there. Some of you have been there for a long time. Who are these? I'm describing people amongst us in this service who, apart from Aja, apart from coming to church on Sunday, there is nothing to your life as a Christian. There's nothing. You are only, your body is sitting here. I don't even know who brought you here. Your body is sitting here, but you are dead. You've been eaten. Many of you view your Christian life as a church-going life. It's like, go to church. Church, go to church and come. That is what some of you know as Christianity. 
But you and I can easily analyze it and know that if your Christian life is just going to church, then you're not a Christian. I'll take it again. If your Christian life, if your Christianity, your spiritual life is just a life of going to church on Sunday, I'm, talk, I'm not talking about the older ones. They have passed. I'm talking to you, little boy, looking at me. I'm saying that for many of you sitting here, your Christian life is just church attendance. There's nothing else. And the point I am making is that if your Christian life is just church attendance, then you're not, you're, you're not a Christian. Why? Because how long do we spend in church? In a week. A week has so many hours. Sorry? How many hours? 24 hours a day. Six days a week. Like what? Eight days a week? How many days a week? Oh, seven. 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 So, 24 times seven is what? 168 hours. Please find a calculator. And if you come to spend three hours here. Three over 168. Sir, can you please help me? Three over 168. Zero point zero one eight. So if you are multiplying that by hundred, it's one point eight percent. So mommy, if you wrote an exam and had one point eight percent, will you consider yourself as having passed the exam? Sorry. I didn't even write it at all. Did you write it? So listen to me. The reason for today's service is to ensure that your Christian life is not limited to just attending church because. If that is your Christianity, then you are a non-believer. You are going to hell straight. Anyone listening to me? Anyone? Instrumentalist? If there is nothing to your Christian life apart from attending church on Sunday, then I'm saying that, that you, are, you are going to hell. Because... 1.8% is not Christianity. So anyone here who just attends church and after church there's no Christian life. No Christian life. You are the one I'm talking to. The one you die right now. You are going down to hell. You are going down. When you die, angels will not carry you to God's presence. 
Demons will I'm, I'm, listen, don't think I'm preaching to somebody. I'm talking to you. I'm informing you that when you die, you are going down. Unlike heaven, hell is different. Not just where it is. Heaven is up and hell is beneath. Because Isaiah says, hell from beneath is moved to meet thee at thy coming. You see, heaven doesn't move to welcome you. Heaven is there. And then you go and you are made to enter. But hell doesn't wait. Hell doesn't wait for you to come. Once they hear you are coming, hell extends itself and comes towards the earth to take you. So, and we know hell is beneath because of what the scripture says in Isaiah 14. Yes. Verse 9. Isaiah 14, verse 9. Can you see it there? Can you all see it there on the verse, on the screen? Where is hell? Where is hell? Oh, I can't hear you. Where is hell? Yes. Because even physically, we have a, a civil engineer here. He will tell you the earth. There's no Bible. There's no spirit. There's no spirit or Bible in this one. The earth consists of three layers. The earth consists of three layers. The crust. The crust is where where we plant our food and mine the gold and diamonds. It's called the crust. And then below the crust, the middle of the earth is the mantle. And the center of the earth is the core. So the core is the middle, which has a solid part and a liquid part. And then peripheral to the core is the mantle made up of certain ores. Then superficially is the earth crust. Now, the core has a temperature of about 3,800 degrees centigrade. That physical, not spiritual Bible, physically, the physical. So, if there is anywhere in the world where there is fire, it's inside. That's what the Bible says, hell from beneath. So, Listen to me very carefully because if you don't listen and you die now, hell is going to be moved to meet you at your coming and suck you back permanently in the core. But there's a heaven to be gained. 
So listen to me. Many of you have failed. You failed. Your Christian life is just coming to church to come and sing on the stage. (laughs) Coming to church to come and play drums. After church, there's no life. No. And the reason why many of you have that life is that you have not given yourself. You see, serpents, serpents, snakes, they give themselves wholly to their prey. That is how snakes survive. If a snake will live for the next three years, it has to give itself wholly to the prey. And a snake which is just a tube, a snake is a tube, like this, a long tube. It is able to eat an antelope with all the H's. Hair, hoofs, <laughs> horns. That's a snake. If a snake meets an antelope and it gives only its head to it, it means it won't eat. If a snake meets an antelope and it gives only its tail to it, it won't eat. For the snake to be assured of its food, it has to give all of itself. That's how they eat. So when you see a snake that is fat, you are seeing a snake which has given itself wholly to its prey. That is why some of you are looking like HIV patients spiritually. Yes. Some of you will not live beyond one year spiritually. I'm not expecting some of you to be in this church or in in Christ after two years. Because you don't eat. We eat, you see, if you don't give yourself fully, wholly to your prayer, If you don't give yourself holy, God is not someone you give a part of yourself to. And many of you have given just a part of your life to God. So, in a year's time, there will be no food for... You don't understand the message I'm preaching. Mommy, you do? Many of you, in a year's time, there will be no food you will be, oh wow, beauty. I mean, a beautiful girl with nose and eyes, beauty with body, oh. In, in, in six years, you'll be far more beautiful than this young girl, girl sitting here. You'll be very nice. But spiritually, there'll be no energy in you. Many of you have no energy. You see, even as I'm preaching, some of you are trying to sleep because, if, you see, you see, to, 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 to eat 
food. You need energy. To receive food. Have you forgotten when you were not well and they brought you your normal wache? You couldn't eat wache. You, Pa, couldn't eat wache. Yeah, because you need energy to eat wache. So as I'm preaching, you see that you don't have any energy spiritually to even receive the food I'm preaching. Give me. Mm. So you see, you see, somebody has stood up. Somebody is sleeping at the back. The difference between this and this is that she, she, she is already, she, she has given herself wholly. So she, she, she is enjoying the food. Uh-huh. But you, you have come with just your two hours on Sunday. Let me explain to you why some of you have no energy. You have no energy for spiritual things. You can't give your, you can only give your tail. Yes. Something, just your tail, you give to the word of God. Just your tail, you give to God, to prayer. That's your neck you give, but your entire body is you, most of you here, your entire body is not available to be given holy. So you will have food. So you will die. You will look pretty, but spiritually you are dead. You will get a, 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 but spiritually you are dead. But even what I've just said, it's not very true. Most people who can't give themselves fully to God are unable to give themselves fully to their education. Oh, yes. There's data to prove. The people who are proper, solid believers, they are also proper, solid, excelling Christians and excelling academicians. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Most of you who can't be proper Christians cannot also be proper students. You, you, you take results and see. The Christians, the, not everybody, the Christians who do well in their academic work are also proper Christians because if you cannot give yourself fully to God, you can't give yourself fully to other things. Actually, we are not meant to give ourselves fully to one thing. That's the scripture in First Timothy 4, 15. Let's, let's read it and close. It says, meditate. On what? On this thing. Meditate on this thing. On what? These. These plural things. Give thyself wholly to it. Hello? To what? To them. To them. To them. Now, even though it is plural, can you sit down or I won't preach? Even though it is them and things, you will discover that it's not a lot of things. 
It's not a lot. The things you must give yourself to. Okay, let's go back to verse 12. Let's see the things he was talking about. First Timothy 4 12. Let no man despise thy youth. One thing. Be, be an example. So that's one thing. 13. Till I come, give attendance to reading, exhortation, and to doctrine. They are all the word of God. One thing. Really, the word of reading, exhortation. Just concentrate on the word. One thing. 14. Neglect not the gift that is in me, which was given by prophecy. Three things. Three things. You cannot give yourself wholly to a thousand things. If you are a student, you can give yourself wholly to your academic work. I was a student, I was a Christian. I gave myself fully to my academic work and had distinctions. You are a student. You go to school. You don't work. What else? Are you married? You have children, not so. How many kids do you have? You don't have any child. You don't have any child. So you are just a student and a Christian. And also, like, you clean the compound and wash dishes here and there. But I mean, like, your main work is student and Christian. Two things. The reason why you cannot profit, you see, go back to verse 14, verse 15. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them like a snake would do. That thy profiting may appear. The reason why many of you are not profiting is that you have given yourself to too many things. Too many things. Too many things. So when you sit in church and I'm preaching and your mind is waving, uh, uh, wavering away and just you are distracted. Maybe in the night you were watching pornography. Some of you, as I'm speaking now, there's no way you can consider it because your team is playing and you have placed a bet on the other team. So instead of being just a student and a Christian, concentrating on your Christian life, there are many things you have added to your life that are making it impossible for you to give yourself properly to your Christian life. Thirteen-year-old girl, you're going to fall in love with your next-door neighbor <laughs> because he was driving his father's car. You are a fool. You don't have sense at all. Please listen. I'm preaching. I'm just saying. Listen. We are sheep. Yes. 
among wolves. If you play the fool, there will be no Christian life left of you. You won't sit in church and listen. As we are in the church service, you will be drinking alcohol. Listen very, very, very carefully. Satan doesn't fear instrumentalists. Listen very, very carefully. And if you don't fear, wait till you've lost your spiritual life. Like the prodigal son lost his life and suddenly realized that it was a very important thing. Now he was wishing for a lower version of his life. He wasn't getting it. Today, I want to tell you that the Christian life we are living is not an empty life. It's supposed to make you great. There are things to show. When we look at your life, there should be something to see that you are a Christian. But we can't find it. Why can't we find it? Because you've not... The word, you see, profiting will never come to someone who, has, who, is, who is a part-time Christian. Snakes are full-time killers of their prey. Young girl, I want to tell you in a few words, give yourself completely to this Christian thing. Yes. I beg you. You must profit. You must profit. We must have something in your life to show that you are a Christian. Turn to John 3.16. Look at it. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have what? Everlasting life is a life that when we come to you we should see everlasting life. Where where is your everlasting life? Do you have any everlasting life to show? The life I can see now is just a female life, a student life, a girl's life, a Ghanaian life. I don't see everlasting life. I don't see any spirituality. There is nothing. And I'm saying that the Christian life is not just a life you, you live like an NGO. It's like some humanitarian kindness you are doing. It is a life that must show proofs. Yes. It's a life. It is a life. Unfortunately, it is you. You have made it into a Sunday three-hour encounter with God. But Christian life is a life. Galatians 2.20. It's a life. You are the one. The way you are living it. You are the one making Christian life. The Christian life look like it's just something that is just going to church. Look at this. I'm crucified with Christ. Somebody less I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live. It's a life. It's a life. It's a life. You are the one with nothing to show. 
You are the one who just comes to church and, and just comes for three hours with no Christian life. You are the one. You have given just a little teeny weeny bit of your life to the Christian life. But the Christian life is a life. It's a Monday life, Tuesday life, Wednesday dawn, Friday night, Saturday afternoon. Every, uh, every, it's a life. It's a life. Like you are a human being with a human life. When you are not well, you are alive. Monday morning, you are alive. Thursday evening, you are alive. Writing exams. A lot of money, you are alive. No money. Alive. Stomach full of food. No food. No accommodation. But many of you don't have that eternal life. The, 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 the closest to eternal life in your life is a Sunday afternoon. Sitting here is the closest. And I'm saying that it is because you have not given yourself completely. The wolves that are lined up to eat your dignity, that one day you see that you have three children, but two of them can't find their father. And the man you are with now is somebody's third husband. Listen, listen to me. When you give yourself wholly to God, there is a life you see. The life is called a life. Eternal life. It's a life. It's a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's not a Sunday afternoon life. It's a life. It's a life. You are the one living it. Wrongly. You are the one living it wrongly. And anybody sitting in church living this life wrongly has missed the greatest chance of your life. Because you don't know that where you are sitting many people want to be here but they can't be here. What you are hearing Jesus said the prophets of old Desire to hear what you are hearing, but you couldn't hear it. But you will know it is precious the day you live here. The day that as I'm preaching, you are in a raster man's room. And remember, and how would you remember? You remember Sunday afternoon. No matter what you are doing, you remember Sunday afternoon. About this time, I'll be sitting behind Auntie Grace. No matter the cars you drive, no matter how many Dubai's married men take you to and bring you, you remember a life. You want to live because it's a life. Say, <laughs> so, all I'm saying is that this life, I, I don't know, it's not been explained to you well. It's not, been, it's not just bussing sitting on a bus and come to church it is a life that must show proofs it's like when we see it's like see, I, I don't know you, you lived a, a, a luxurious life but those of us who have cousins and were raised in towns and villages that's the way we look so when our cousins from America come to Ghana you can see the difference 
You, you can see the difference between the New York guy, the Maryland Southern, and the Otimibi boys. It's clear. It's, it's very clear. That's the Christian life. Eternal life should show on you. It should show on you. Eternal life is powerful enough. You, it's the way you are living it that is not showing. Like, like when we see, we only see a student. We only see a pretty girl. That's all. But when we see you, like we see the difference between the uh, Quayman boys and the guy from Kansas, Missouri. You see them, the skin, the face, especially the boys have big buttocks. Big, big buttocks. The thighs are big. And the Quayman boys, like bamboo sticks, struggling to breathe. Quayman. Struggling to breathe. Then the Maryland boys, the skin, the skin, the hair. Oh. I'm saying that you also, eternal life, should be able to show up. When we see you, we should see. When we experience you, we should know this guy has eternal life. Honey, honey, the Christian life. We are not, it's, I can't find the right word. Like a, um, like a hobby. Some part, some, some part time. Like Sunday afternoons, we all look for green. And where? Next week is what color, sir? What's next week's color? Freestyle. Ah, Christmas, orange. The next week. This is not it. We're not yet wearing colors. It's a life that must show forth. It's a life. Live it well. Believe it well. Baby girl, live it well. It's not. Yes, thank God. And just to make us feel. This is nice. That it's very nice. It's, It's really very nice. But this is not. Christian life is not changing colors on Sundays. It must show on you. Mark 10 verse 30. But he shall receive an hundredfold now in this time. Houses. Those who give themselves wholly to this Christian life, this is the, these are the physical proofs. Houses. Yes. God prospers his children. If I was the one telling you you have houses, you say, oh, hey, this is prospective preacher. He wants our money and he's calling us to go. It's a Bible. Houses. Brethren. Brethren, that is, you are supposed to have Christian brothers. I want to ask you sitting here, do you have Christian brothers? As you sit here, do you have Christian sisters? Is there sisters and mothers? 
mothers and children can I explain to you why you are sitting here without children do you have a child no not biological spiritual do you have a spiritual child yes do you know why you've not given yourself fully yes I'm not talking about singing on the stage Do you have children? Yes. Do you know why? Why you are a barren Christian sitting here? You, you are a part-time Christian. You've given just your tail to Christ. The real people, it's there. Some of you sitting here don't even have friends here. You don't have sisters here. Stand up. Point to your Christian friends here. Call them out. Mention them one. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not talking about the man you want to marry. I say your Christian, not friend as in boys, girl, female friends here. What's your name? Gloria. What's your brother's name at home? He's here. What's his name? Elegant. What's your mother's name? Yes. So mention the names of your friends. Why? Why? But, but she's here. She's here because her tail is here. Her neck is here. Her, her middle, whatever, is here. It, anybody who gives himself fully to, the, to God will have brothers and sisters. It's called Who's your spiritual mother? Who's your mother? Before we talk about mothers, yes, LP Rachel. Yes, I think she's the only one. Look at that. She's just walking about here. I, I, I will not be surprised if she's not even read the Bible for five days in a week. But she's a nice phone star. You will know the people who have given themselves fully by even the level of prosperity. Houses, is there? Lands. Now, now, let's come to this one. With, with persecutions. It's a sign. People who have given just their arm or their ear or their tie to Christ, they are not persecuted. If you are here, everybody's your friend. No one, there's no one persecuting you for being a Christian. It means that you have not given yourself fully. No one hates you for no reason. You are a nice person. It means that you are not fully. You are a bovire hosevire. Bovire. A little here. A little there. It's called bovire hosevire. Some of you, you are here. A little unbeliever. A little Christian. A little church. A little boyfriend. A little night. That is why everybody likes you. I'm saying that the absence of persecution in you, it's a sign that you have not given yourself. And I'm saying that in Christianity, these are the proofs. 
not being persecuted? Why? Why are you not being persecuted? Why are your classmates not laughing at you or telling stories about God? You are one of them. You join them conveniently. Ah, but you know how we came by Mark 10.30? Well, I've not told you how we came by Mark 10.30. Oh, sorry. There's, there's a way we come by Mark 10.30. Can I show you? Go to verse 28. Then Peter began to say to him, Lo, we have left all the boyfriends. All, all, all. Uh, Listen, the reason why many of you cannot give yourself to Christ is that you have not left certain things. You You are here. Yeah, I can see you. I can see you. Pretty girl. You are here. But what else... Are you linked to? There is a Mark 10, 28 before Mark 10, 30. It's not something which drops like the golden stool from above. If you've not left boys, girls, some of you who are girls should have broken up with certain female friends of yours. You can't give yourself holy to Christ. How? How can you give yourself holy to Christ when your friends don't like Christ? How? Your best friend texting. You spend weekends in their house. You, you, you go to eat. You go to a shopping mall to buy slippers and food. It's your friend. Your best friend. She has three boyfriends. You have no boyfriend. You're not sleeping with anybody. But that, 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 that connection puts a lot of question marks on you. And explains why you will never do well as a Christian. Never. That's how. For every Mark 10.30, there is a Mark 10.28. Many of you have not left certain things. You can't even win a soul. Because you've not left the world. Ah, sir, how can you bring people out of a pit you are in? You are inside the pit. And you can't bring it. How can you? To bring anybody out of the pit, you must be out of the pit, be out there and pull up. One. Two. Three. The reason why you can't win a soul is that you are, you are, you are so much a worldly person that you can't win a soul. How can you win a soul? If anybody told you, and I'm speaking now to those who just joined us, maybe you think the Christian life is just redemption. Redemption service is not Christian life. (laughs) Redemption service is not Christian life. And Christian life is not redemption service. None. None. Maybe some infinitesimal fraction of whatever. We just gather here to strengthen ourselves encourage ourselves see each other and go back the real Christian life is out there 
Give yourself holy. Don't do what you are doing. It will make you a fool. Don't do what you are doing. If you don't like this Christian life, my personal advice to you is to walk out, live. Jesus called them vipers. My personal Christian advice to you is that leave God alone and go and look for what you are looking for. But if you want to be here, the only way to be here is to give yourself completely to this one. Your energy, your time, your money, your friendships, your skills, your temperament, your mind, your intellect, your heart, all. Otherwise, it means this place is not for you. This place, anybody who is here and has given just a part of himself, it's like, like you, you, you have only got two, you've got 18 friends, only two are in church. This one and this one, only two are in church. The rest are in the world. I'm telling you, you are a fool because, because, because the worldly people, they don't have such lives. When we were in the world, we didn't have Christians in our lives. Ah, the beers we are drinking, the, 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 there's no place for a boring Christian. No, 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 no. So you are a fool. You are here and you have them, but they don't have you. They don't count you. It's when they've slept with a thousand girls that they settle down with your type. They don't know that you don't bat, you can't cook. You are just a useless Christian walking about town. Hey! Wake up. Wake up. I don't know who brought you here. I don't know what you think. Christian life is all. It's all or none. It's called holy, whole, whole, all or none. Anybody doing 50% should consider that you are doing none. All, all your time is Bible or books. Bible or maths. Not Bible and maths and that boy. And those pornography things and betting. No, no. It's only one, two, one, two things. Your life, you see, life is so simple. You have made it complex. And I'm advising you that. Leave here and go for the boys. Enjoy them well. But if you want to be here, then leave them. Look at it. We have, move away. We have left all. To follow Christ, you leave all. You don't leave some. You don't leave three boyfriends and have only one, the one who is who comes to church once a while. You leave all. Why am I preaching this message? You must have something to show. We shouldn't see you as as a as a pretty girl. Well, that's a rich woman. This lady, she speaks good English. Ah, so when will we see you as a Christian? When? Twenty years time? 
And the reason why we can't point to Christianity, spirituality about you is that you, ha- you, are, you have just given a part of your life. This life is all your time. All. All. My daughter came home last night, 4 a.m. This morning, I said, last night. 4 a.m. Her service was Saturday. Meetings, 4 a.m. She came home, 4. 4, I heard her. I heard her. My son came, 5.30. Oh, there's nothing left. Nothing left. Her books as a student... Her Bible as a Christian. No nonsense. Not like what you are doing. This type of, you have gone to mix things. You've got this friend, some friends here, you party. Some of you, by January 1st, you'd have attended two pool parties. Two, so, yeah, yeah. Wild pool parties. With alcohol. And you are there. Then you come to church on Sunday and sit here. And you want to profit? No. No. A wolf will collect you. A wolf will collect you. I want to tell you settle down and let's give ourselves to Christ. They are. It was been very nice, lady. You know your friends in first love are lady pastors. How old are you? Yes. Lady pastors. Do you know why you can't concentrate? There are. I'm telling you that there are things in your life you should have removed. Which, if you will allow me, if you will not be offended, I will tell you that it's demonic. You see, Satan is not in your life to make you fornicate. Fornication, can you sit down? I, 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 otherwise, I can't preach. Oh, I, I, I should end. It's been nice with us. Let me end it well because I mentioned fornication, so I'm trying to spoil the, a very good service. Let's welcome Gabby to end the service for us. Honey, fornication is not the work of the devil. Satan doesn't lead you to fornicate. I, I, okay, okay, then, then, then I, you see, I, I will show you one work that you'll be sure is the devil's work. If Satan is working in your life, sweetheart, your life would have been beautiful. Your life would have been beautiful. If you were just a student and a Christian, 
by this time, you had a beautiful life. It is there. There's too much of useless things. And I'm saying that to say that it makes your life demonic. Because Satan, the devil, how many of you want to know the devil's work? What the devil does? What the devil makes a person do? Can I kiss your hand? Oh, I, smell, I, I thought you were not interested. But, but before I tell you, I'll say to you that the devil doesn't make people fornicate. The devil doesn't make married men commit adultery. Now, this is your wife. And then Satan will enter him and make him start sleeping with this one. It's not the devil. Fornication is not the work of the devil. Galatians 5, 19. Galatians 5, verse 19. I hope your Bible has not frozen. Now, now, watch this one. Watch this one. Now, the works of the flesh. It's not the works of the devil. It's the works of the flesh. Don't don't talk about the devil here. He has done nothing. You like girls. The works of the flesh. Is, is there a devil there? No. The works of the flesh are manifest. Which are what? Adultery. So when you are committing adultery, it's not the devil, it's your flesh. I, today is the day I am, go, I am now going to show you what the devil does. Fornication is not the work of evil spirits. Uncleanness, that is sexually unclean things like homosexuality, lesbianism. This is not the devil. It's called the work of the what? Flesh. Oh, you can't pronounce flesh. Okay. You've been swept. So, so because. These things are on your mind as the works of the devil. When he's really at work, you can't tell because you don't. Oh, beautiful teaching. Yeah, because he has, he, has, he has made you think that murder is Satan's work. Uh-huh. Let's read on. Verse 20. Idolatry is not demonic, it's the flesh. Idolatry, controlling your husband. Controlling your beloved. Using your authority as a pastor to control little girls. It's witchcraft. It's not Satan. Hatred. There's no devil in it. You hate me? It's you. It's you. Rats. Strife, seditions, seditions, breakaways. There's no devil doing nothing. 21. Envies, murders. When the devil is around, it's not murders you see. When you see murders, it's flesh. 
fallen human beings at work. Drunkenness. There's no evil spirits that is making you a drunkard. It's in the blood. Hello? There's no evil nothing. Revelings. Revelings. That is the pool parties. Wild parties. Naked. You're all naked in the room. 24 boys, 16 girls. Everybody is naked. Yes. Everybody is naked. Not even beads around your waist. If you are caught wearing beads, it means you have dressed. There's no witch. There's, there's no devil. It's what? Flesh. If you are here and you like boys, there's no, don't blame no devil. You are the devil. No, see, 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 no, I'm telling you that. I'm telling you. Because Satan has succeeded in letting you believe that he causes murders, fornication, adultery, revelings, heresies. So, it's like he has swerved us. So, his real work he's doing you don't know about it. Mm. So today, I'm going to tell you. Mm. If, you, if you are here, you like boys. Or you are into, you are into girls. Stop blaming the devil. Mm. Paul also noticed that some feelings were there. So he said, I put my body under. Not I put devils under. Your body under. Satan is under my feet. Put your body under your feet. Satan is not under nobody's feet. Put, put. We are in church. And how many of you are interested? You want to know what the devil does? How many of you want to know what the devil does? The devil's work. I've told you, it doesn't cause fornication. Pornography is your problem. Murder, you are the one causing murder. You, you put your desire to kill under. Drunkenness, there's no evil spirit causing no drunkenness. It is the work of the what? Devil. Sorry, the work of the what? Satan. The work of the what? Flesh. So now, what does Satan do? Can you sit down so that I end the service? What is, if Satan is not on this earth, making us leave our wives and sleep with pretty girls with uh, uh, painted eyes, making us leave our husbands to go to our former boyfriend, if Satan is not here on earth, making us kill each other, then, then, Mr. Bishop man, what is the devil doing on earth? You want to know? This is the answer. The main work Satan is doing on earth 
is to get Christians to increase their options. That's deep. I got to break it down. I can't tell. Like you couldn't even clap your hands. If Satan is not here to cause murders, drunkenness, revelings, strife, what is he here? Mommy, are you interested? The main way. Okay, okay. You know Satan's work by what he did when he appeared in the Bible. What did he do? Sweetie, what did he do? When he came to the garden, what did he, did he commit fornication? Did he lead Abel, uh, what is the name, Adam to murder his wife? What did he do? What, what, I, 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 I don't know who reads his Bible. What did he do? God gave Adam and Eve a lot of trees. But there was one that he was not supposed to touch. Satan's first and only work was to get Eve to increase her options. Number of trees available was 17. Now, it's now what? 18. Just one. don't understand me. Say options. You see this afternoon, how you've worn your nice green? You've come to church. If Satan enters your life, he won't let you be a homosexual. That's your flesh. Deal with it. He will let you have another option to come into church on Sunday. So next week, as we are doing orange, you, you, you will not even be in church. Your other option is to visit your cousin at Kukrain to me. But, but there is, this one also has a cousin in Kukrain to me, but he says, no, I have only one option. You see, God narrows your options. Satan increases your options. The path you are walking, hello, the path you are walking on with God is a narrow path. Narrow. So enter in at the narrow way, narrow gate. For narrow is the way. If God is in it, you, God always comes into your life and gives you limited options. It is the devil. Who makes you have do more? And the road which leads to destruction is broad. You see how I'm walking? I, I, I'm not looking down. I don't care where I'm walking because the way is broad. Yeah. But if it's just one time, wait. I'll be careful. I can look at you. You be careful. When you're walking with God, you don't have many options. When you wake up in the morning, you have only one option. Read your Bible. When Satan comes in, 
He will introduce other options. You can read your Bible or do Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok. What? Talk. TikTok. 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 Yeah. Anybody listening to me whose life is being lived with many options, like you can choose to be here or there. Satan has entered your life. Whenever he enters your life, he gives you more options. When he entered the prodigal son's life, he had another option, either to stay in the house a father had built or a far country. But the elder brother, he had only one option. You are better off with one option. The, the, the fewer your options, the more we are sure that God is in your life. How will Satan get you to commit adultery? By increasing your repertoire. Suddenly, this is your wife of 18 years, but this girl also is there. Know it today. When you have an option, in addition to this, I can have her. Satan. So those who know God, they don't tolerate options. When Potiphar's wife brought herself naked to Joseph, he said, no, I will not argue as my option. I'm not married, so my, I don't touch a woman. I won't let you be the other, like the first woman I am touching. I don't have options. But if it were you, you would have added her as, as, as another possibility. I pray today that you will narrow your life down and concentrate on the things you must concentrate on. Anytime Satan appears, take it from me today. Anytime the woman or the alabaster box, she poured it, Christ's feet, worshipped her, her, her. Then Judas, he saw it. Then another option came to his mind that he can sell this man for 30 pieces of silver. He will always introduce another option. So, 11 of them, Jesus was their Messiah. He was their Christ. But Judas, Jesus was the Messiah, was the Christ, and also a possible item to sell. Sometimes God himself will test you by giving you options. It's from God. Some options are from God. To try you. So he said, the day you are angry with your husband and you go to work, that's the day your former boyfriend comes to your office. Jesus in John 6 asked 
the disciples that ah, your friends have gone. Won't you also go? That's Jesus. And Peter said, we don't have any option. Look, I want to advise you, eh? as a Christian, if you want to give yourself holy, eliminate options. Eliminate options. You cannot have two husbands. You cannot have two churches. You cannot have two pastors. Get it right. Make up your mind. Interestingly, the person who said, to whom shall we go, was the one who was called Satan. Because as he was walking with Christ, there were no options. So Satan enters our lives and introduces other options. So you are here, you have your shepherd with you, and there's a boy you are sleeping with at home. And the option. You have the passion of the Christ. Um, Kung Fu. Jackie Chan. But you've also got some pornography you watch once in a while. Say options. Say options. Say options. To have an option in addition to coming to church on Sunday, you are going home. You won't last. It means he's diluted. You are in your room. You have a Bible here. Steps to the anointing here. Bible here. Steps to the anointing here. Blue screen pornography here. Say options. That is why we don't know Satan is there when somebody is fornicating. It's the flesh. The smooching you are doing is the flesh. We know Satan is there when we, we see that. Hey, so you have an option whether to do outreach or to visit your sister. Wow. If you go to a room and people are killing themselves, it's flesh. Fleshes, fleshes working. Flare where? Fleshes. It's not good English, but let's just learn some grammar. We know Satan is there when you can walk away from your father and take Uncle, uh, 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 what is his name? Uncle Richard as your father, your new father. That's how we know. We do, we do. Killing her doesn't mean it's her flesh. But you having options. Setting your church aside. Some of you have parents who have got UD bishops and other prophets in town who come home and pray. Say options. That's how we know. Anybody who strays 
from the God-given pathway. You see, the more options you have, it means the broader your path. And the broader your path, the more we are concerned that your end will be an end of destruction. If you want to remain here, today, be sensitive to options. You'll be tempted. You'll meet him the way he preaches. He laid your hands on his hands on you. fell. He told you that you've got a brother called Charles. He lives in Massachusetts. He has got six toes on the left and five toes on the right. Wow. wow. Suddenly, I don't mean much to you anymore. You have now an option. Satan has entered. Those who have God, they don't shift. You see, we are not at a place because the place is good. We are at a place because of God. We remain at a place because God wants us here. One day you will marry. Stick to your wife. Stick to your wife. Stick to your wife. Don't have options. Girls will come and remove their clothes in front of you. And say, I, you are not the one chasing. I say that I'm offering myself to you as, a, as, as, as my appreciation. I couldn't get honor your prophet, so I'm bringing my body. It's called buffet. Say, say to her, no. No. I pray that each of you will know the road, the path God has given you. Satan will always innocuously widen your path. If the width of your path is 12 centimeters, know it. Because soon you'll find 12.5. That is the work the devil is doing. Christ was praying in the wilderness. He came. A man is fasting. He came. No. Another option. Another option. Turn this stone to bread and eat. Satan, he suggests things. He increases your, your, your variables from 15 trees to 16. And that one single tree ends your life. A thousand trees did nothing to you. One tree. One girl. One dodging of outreach. One absenting of yourself. Absenting of yourself from church. Just one. That's when you got pregnant. Don't look for Satan in a place where people are fornicating. It's just fallen human beings displaying themselves. And how do you control that one? Put your body under. 
First Corinthians 9.27 I put my body under lest after having preached to others I myself will be an adokimos. I keep my body under. There's no Satan here. Is that Satan here? Don't talk nonsense. Don't use words. These are inappropriate. Don't use Satan when his, his name shouldn't be used. You want to know that Satan did something? Yes, I can tell you. As you are in a relationship with him, you are still in a relationship with this guy also. You have two options. Satan is there. Not when fornicating is done in his flesh. But options is the devil. Stand to your feet. Next week, Sunday, don't have an option. Next week, Saturday, 25th of December, we are all coming for a convention. Don't have an option. That's a devil at work. Your only option is to be here. Those who keep themselves on the narrow path, they find life. They find life. I've seen it all. It's everywhere. Everywhere. I, I can, you can hold my hand and take me from this end, I can prophesy about every single person here. Explain their lives to you. I can explain to you. Take me around. Should we start? <laughs> Keep yourself. The good road is a narrow road. Try. It's uncomfortable. But there's life. Don't enjoy liberties. Tell yourself, when I wake up, it's Bible. Sunday, church, Saturday, outreach. What? It's narrow. There's life there. There's life there. And those who give themselves wholly to these things, they profit. can't be here if you've got something else in your life. You can't do that. You have an iPad for the Bible, an iPad for fornication, an iPad for um, pornography. No. Lift your hands and pray for yourself. Options. I see. You can choose between your husband and your former boyfriend. Wow. Really? Who taught you that? Oh, yes. Because you're not happy with your husband. So you can go to your former boyfriend. Wow. I, I, I see. Yes. Leave the devil out of adultery. He's done nothing. It's your flesh. Put it under. Oh, help us, Lord. The real work the devil is doing should be clear. An idea. Can't you add this girl to your wife? 
Can't you see your boss is very interested in you? Say yes to him and add him to husband. After all, they will never meet. Grace, oh God, to cut off certain things out of our lives, oh Lord. Grace, oh Lord, to keep ourselves holy. Lift your two hands if you can. And pray. Yes. And pray. Pray. I don't know which options are already being introduced to you. I don't know which areas you are being already seduced. To give ourselves holy, Lord, to the ministry of the word and prayer, to give ourselves holy to the ministry. Pray. We are praying. Abscess everywhere. Pray. Not to have options, oh God. Pray. I see. You can choose between your pastor and other pastor. Wow. I see. But you don't know the devil. You don't, you don't know him. You are waiting to hold a knife before you know Satan is in your life. Look around you carefully. The options you've given yourself. But we know God was with Peter. Just by his word. To whom shall we go? Lift your hands. And pray again. Help us Lord. Blessed are those who say no, 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 don't an option. Don't discuss these things. Mm. If you want to be in my life, you can't discuss these things. You can't be in my life and you are discussing my pastor. I can't bring curses on my life. Mm. One, one, with one mouth, I'm singing his praise and then I'm with you also discussing my pastor. No. no, no, no. That option is off the table. Let's discuss the chairs in the church. This side should be wooden chairs. And yes, this one should be plastic chairs. The metal chairs are causing injuries. Let's discuss them. The screens are too many on the wall. Yes, let's discuss them. Let's reduce them to two. But not my pastor. Not my church. Don't. You see, lift your two hands. Receive right now the grace to know the size, the width of your path. The width of your path. Yes. The path you are walking on. Yes. Receive the wisdom to know. It. Is it 11 centimeters? Is it 1 meter? Grace. Is it 90 cm? Jesus. So that when it's becoming 92, you know 
that Satan is introducing ah, some options. Jesus. Grace. Lift your hands and pray. Pray. Grace, Lord, show me, show me, Lord. Show us, Lord. The boundaries of our pathway. La Pataya Everybody lift up your hands. Jesus. You are receiving strength. Yes. Strength. Yes, Lord. Strength. Strength. Stay away from options. Jesus. Jesus was given options in the wilderness. Yes. He stood on the strength of the word. And he refused the options. You are receiving strength. I receive it. And you are receiving wisdom. I receive it. To walk away from options. Jesus. Yes. Options. Yes. Options. Yes. Somebody, you, you, you are going to be given options at work. You must walk away from it. 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 You are receiving grace. I receive it. You will never fall to Satan's options in Jesus. Yes. There are two people here, two years into your marriage. An option has been arranged for Jesus. you. A fair girl. Jesus. But today God is delivering you. Amen. You are being delivered. Two Amen. years. Two years. You are, wait, two years after you marry. Mm. And that option will destroy your marriage. It's going to pull the marriage down. Jesus. And destroy it. Jesus. But you are receiving grace. Oh, grace. Strength. Yes. yes. Strength. Oh. Ah. 
and in the realms of the spirit a fire I smell smoke options are going up in flames Mm. somebody you are going to wake up tomorrow morning and discover that an option that you cherished is going up in flames amen it's gone up in flames. Amen. It's gone up in flames. Amen. It, it is only when you wake up tomorrow and discover that it's gone up in flames that you Jesus. realize that it was an evil option. Mm. Yes. But now you don't know. But tomorrow morning you wake up and it will be gone. Up in flames. Yes. Up in flames. Jesus. Evil option. Did you know? Listen. Did you know that one of the most poisonous animals in the world is a brightly colored frog? from the Amazon. The frog is not brown like a normal frog. It is red, yellow, green, bright colors. One of the most poisonous. You can die just by touching that frog. Ah. Many things which are beautiful are evil. That's why anybody who walks, you see, to walk according to the flesh is to walk according to your senses. walk according to the seeing of your eyes or the hearing of your ears that's to walk in the flesh that's why anybody who walks according to the beauty of what you see satan will trap you oh yes this is the problem with so haven't you noticed that social media thrives on the beauty of what you see oh yes the beauty of what you see when you see the girls the face of the girl is smooth many girls here have been trapped by such foolishness by the seeing of your eyes but today God is setting you free Amen. God, you are receiving grace now to be set free from options Amen. evil options that you yes. are walking to Jesus. evil options look before I make the altar call take your communion we are taking communion right now we are releasing ourselves from yes. evil options yes. yes we are breaking the chains Wolves have caught some of us. But today, the power of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ is about to liberate us. Lift up the bread. Lift it up. The body of Jesus Christ. As you eat this body, may you be set free from evil options. Oh, yes. May you be set free from the jaws of wolves. Somebody, your head is in between the teeth of a wolf. May you be set free. Amen. May you be set free. You, you look polished and nice, but a wolf is, is squeezing your jugular vein and the life is seeping out of you in the spirit. Jesus. But as you eat this bread today, suddenly you are going to break free. Amen. I said, suddenly you are going to break Amen. free. Amen. I said, suddenly you are going to break Amen. free. Amen. Lift it up. The body of Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. Eat it. now the blood every evil option that you have taken Jesus because many of us are in the midst of evil options when you got to you know one day I was traveling from Kufuridia 
to Manfe. And when I got to just somewhere after Bunsu, no, I was traveling from Bunsu to Manfe. Suhum actually. And I saw a turning. And I said, this turning will lead me to Adolfo. And the road I was on had potholes. And this road looked like it had been newly constructed. I said, be careful when you walk by the seeing of your eye. So I took the road. First kilometer, road was clean, no potholes. Second kilometer, the road was clean, no potholes. And third kilometer, I descended onto an old surface. And the potholes began. By the time I had driven 10 kilometers, I was on an untarred road. At a point, I had to cross a stream with my car. I will never forget it. I will never. And I asked the guy in my car, I said, should we turn and go back? He said, we have come too far. And it was getting dark. And some of you, you have gone too far. But today as you drink the blood, yes says with God nothing with man it is impossible ah. but with God nothing is impossible your mistakes Jesus. are being wiped away Amen. the options you have taken Jesus. they are being wiped away Amen. Oh yeah. you, you had sex with one boy and you decided that no I will correct it by sleeping with another guy that I think I love then you told yourself no Two, I made a mistake, but this third one, I'll get it right. And now your count has crossed ten. In fact, right now you have three who are having sex with you at the same time. And you feel like I've gone too far. The blood of Jesus, Jesus. is wiping every mistake. Amen. Every mistake, oh. Amen. Every mistake. Amen. There are married people here, you have made mistakes. Mm. Oh, yes. You have held a woman you should not hold. Mm. <laughs> oh, yes. You have held a man. There are wives here. You have held a man you shouldn't have held. This blood Jesus. is washing away your mistakes. Amen. The blood of Jesus Christ. Blood of Jesus. Say, as I drink this, as I drink this, every wrong option I've taken, every wrong option I've taken is being corrected. Is being corrected. The result, the result of every evil option of every evil is being option. erased in my life. It's being erased in, in Jesus' name. In Jesus. Say the blood of Jesus. The Christ. blood of Jesus. Christ. Drink it. Lift up your hands. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your body and for your blood. We receive grace. We receive strength yes. to turn away from evil options. Oh, yes. In Jesus' name. Amen. Finally, every eye closed and every head bowed. If you are here, you are not born again. I want you to turn away from the options that Satan has been giving you. And turn to the one option. You see, when it comes to salvation, there's only one option. Not two. Not three. One option. Christianity is the only religion that emphasizes that there's only one option to God. Oh yeah. For there's only one mediator between God and man man Jesus Christ for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever should believe in him should not perish but have eternal life for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved 
I give you the opportunity to be saved today. And I'm telling you that Jesus Christ is the only way. No man goes to the Father except through me. That was Jesus Christ. I want to give you the only option to the Father. Only option to the Father. If you are here, you want to receive Jesus Christ, I want you to lift up your right hand. High above it. And maybe, you know, maybe you said the prayer three months ago, but you yourself, you know that you have descended low. You are not born again anymore. I want to give you an opportunity. It's Christmas time. I want to give you an opportunity to receive Jesus Christ, the Son of God, in your heart. Lift up your right hand high above your head. And I'll pray with you. And you will receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and your personal Savior. Personal Savior. Personal. Every eye closed and every head bowed. If you are here, lift up your hand. Pastor, pray with me to be born again. Pray with me to be born again. Don't look to your left or to your right. The Bible says that for it's appointed unto every man wants to die. You know, none of us knows when we will die. None of us. That's the stark reality. What we do know is that each one of us will stand before God in judgment. So I will advise you not to follow your friend. But to receive the only option for salvation. That is Jesus Christ. I give you the option today. If you want to receive Jesus, lift up your right hand. Lift it up. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Jesus Christ, he said that if you are shy of me before this evil and adulterous generation, I will also be shy of you in front of the Father. I want you to lift up your hand. God bless you. I see your hand. God bless you. I see your hand. I said, you may have received Christ twice already. It's not enough. You know that you are not born again. It's not me, it's you. God bless you, I see your hand. Come to me with your hand raised. Come to me, I want to pray with you. Access the only option for salvation. Say, dear Father, dear Father, I come to you today. I come to you today, just as I am. Just as I am. I know. I know that I have sinned. That I have sinned. Please receive me. Please receive me. Please wash me. Please wash me with this blood. With this blood of your Son Jesus Christ. Of your Son Jesus Christ. And please write my name. And please write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. Say when I die, when I die, I want to come and be with you. I want to come and be with you. Now say Satan, Satan, from today, from today, I reject your options. I reject your options. 
From today, from today, I will follow you no more. I will follow you no more. I will listen to you no more. I will listen to you no more. From today, from today, I serve Jesus. I serve Jesus, and I will follow only Him. And I will follow only Him for the rest of my for life. the rest of my life. Say thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for saving me. For saving me in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for them? Listen, please go with our pastors over there. They have something very important to say to you. And then you can come back to yourselves after all. If you came forward in the past four weeks, please also just make your way and join them. The last four weeks, if you came, that's, if you are in the New Believer School, please join them, alright? Last six weeks actually, you are in the New Believer School, just make your way and join them. Clap your hands for them. And you may be seated. Wow, what?